0: McDermott, on 2FM.
1: Sponsored by Just Eat. Tap into Ireland's leading food ordering app. Just Eat. Find your flavour. On McDermott, on 2FM. With Transport for Ireland. Plan your journey door-to-door with our free TFI Journey Planner app.
0: Mark Joseph Stern, hello.
1: Hello and shalom from Washington, D.C.
0: Shalom indeed. Now, Mark, I want to jump into a kind of a complex one this week. We mentioned last week Eurovision is coming. Um, It's in Israel this year. The 14th of May kicks off um and its location i guess is contentious for some people ukraine have already pulled out here in ireland we're going but uh, this broadcaster rt have said that staff who want to conscientiously object and not work the eurovision where it falls on the roster won't be penalized and there's all these debates about uh, you know what israel is doing how it conducts its business what's happening with uh, the palestinians etc now you are uh, a proud jewish man you've been to israel uh, and yet we've talked on this show before about uh, how you find some issues of how Israel conducts its business problematic. First of all, can you give us the dummy's guide to the formation of Israel, just in case people don't know?
1: (laughs) Sure. So the dummy's guide is basically that, of course, Europe had uh, very anti-Semitic policies for much of its history, which uh, in the late 1800s and early 1900s led a lot of Jews Uh, to push for the Zionist movement, which would create a Jewish state in the area that was then Palestine. Uh, After the Holocaust, in which six million Jews were, of course, slaughtered by Nazis uh, and their associates, uh, the Zionist movement really took off. Many, many Jews moved from Europe to uh, the area now known as Israel. In 1948, uh, they declared an independent state of Israel, uh, which promptly spurred a war uh, between the Israelis and the Palestinians who were already living in that area and had been living there for many, many years. Uh, Israel won that war, uh, ended up driving a lot of Palestinians out of their homes, out of their communities, um, and there have been skirmishes since uh and wars sense that led to the situation today wherein you have the state of Israel and you have the occupied territories, the West Bank and Gaza, which are theoretically under control by the Palestinians, but are not independent states. Instead they are sort of ruled in a sense by Israel uh, and there is a huge amount of unrest uh, civil disobedience and violence, um, because Palestine believes, not without reason, that their rights are being suppressed by Israel, that they are being treated as second-class citizens, and even some argue that Israel has created an apartheid, uh, basically condemning Palestinians to live as unequal peoples in their own land.
0: Okay, well, thank you for the history lesson. So you're you're a Jewish man. You've been to Israel. Um, what's the general, I guess, the general consensus um, uh, uh, in relation to Israel in the States right now?
1: Yeah. So. For a long time, the United States just unquestionably supported Israel. And even between Democrats and Republicans who don't agree on a lot, there was a broad consensus that this country supports and defends Israel. That has changed over recent years. Uh, There has been a movement on the left within the Democratic Party uh, to begin to really question our support of Israel, which takes the form uh, often of billions of dollars in money that Israel buy arms and weapons that it then periodically uses to engage in human rights abuses against Palestinians. Now, that's not all the money is used for, uh, and we do provide a lot of foreign aid for many, many countries, Um, but a lot of liberals are saying, look, we would not tolerate the oppression of a minority in our own country. You know, we don't believe in this kind of discrimination here. Why are we unquestionably supporting the Israeli government if we believe that Israel is suppressing the rights of Arabs and Muslims and Palestinians. And so there's a really big growing divide over Israel uh, in this country that I don't see ending or healing anytime soon.
0: How do you feel about about, uh, some countries being uneasy about going to Israel to participate in the Eurovision? Uh, Do you think that whole question of politics and entertainment uh, mixing, how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, I, I'm uneasy about that. So I think RTE takes the right position, letting people go if they want, but not forcing them. Uh, I do not believe in cultural boycotts of Israel. I just don't. You know, in, in a liberal democracy and an enlightened place like the US, like Europe, more uh, exchange of ideas and arts and culture, more expression, uh, that is supposed to be a good thing. That is supposed to help people connect and become more, uh, you know, understanding of people in other lands. Uh, if people just ignore Israel or refuse to go there, I fear that Israel will retrench further into isolation. Uh, it will begin to just ignore international criticism and do whatever it wants. I think it is good and healthy to have Eurovision in Israel. I think it is good and healthy to have uh, you know musical stars and and, and uh, you know concerts and plays, all of that touring Israel because it helps maintain the country's ties to the rest of the world, uh, and and it's not censoring uh, what people do and do not say in and about Israel. So I don't support the boycott of Israel, but I understand the unease, because Israel's treatment of Palestinians really is abominable.
0: Okay, and you know what we could do? We could do a longer conversation about that, and perhaps we will sometime, but thank you for that one. Let's take a quick break. Um, Let's listen to Ireland's Eurovision entry. This is uh, Sarah McTiernan, and we're back with Mark Joseph Stern after this. Here we go! 2FM! That right there was Ireland's Eurovision entry on 2FM. We're back with Mark Joseph Stern. Now, Mark, um, let's jump into this. You did a story um, you posted on Twitter yesterday, it went wildly viral. This is about ICE, the Border Patrol Agency, and new powers that have been anointed. What's going on?
1: Oh, yeah, this is terrible news here in this country. We all know that Donald Trump is a sort of authoritarian on immigration. ICE is the uh, agency that runs around the country rounding up immigrants, terrorizing their communities, detaining and deporting them. And yesterday, the Supreme Court issued just an awful, awful five to four decision uh, with all the conservative Republicans on one side and all the liberals on the other, uh, basically giving ICE sweeping new powers to arrest and detain immigrants indefinitely uh, if they have ever been convicted of even a minor crime, like possessing a stolen bus pass, not only can ICE now arrest these people and try to deport them, but it can hold them in jail for months and years without even giving them a chance to get out, not even a bail hearing. This is really bad news because the Supreme Court is basically telling us that, you know, due process, the right to uh, not be subject to arbitrary detention, that that no longer applies applies to immigrants in this country, that immigrants aren't real people under our Constitution. That is a shocking new development. People are really up in arms, and it's leading to, I think, a a big conversation among Democrats about adding new justices to the Supreme Court just to neutralize the effect of these conservatives who keep handing down awful rulings.
0: That's all very Guantanamo, isn't it? Detainment without bail or hearing or counsel. Yes,
1: that's exactly right. You know, under Bush, it was enemy combatants, right? Anyone who. government says is fighting against the United States, now Trump has expanded it, not just to so-called enemies, but to immigrants who have lived in their communities for years or decades. I mean, truly, under this ruling, an undocumented immigrant who was charged with possessing a a stolen metro ticket in 1980 could now be picked up by ICE and held for decades. He wouldn't have any recourse. He wouldn't have any opportunity to be freed. It's like creating Guantanamo in our own country. So this is really scary and bad news. Uh, And it's again, like this is pushing Democrats to say the Supreme Court keeps getting it wrong. We're going to have to reform the Supreme Court because we're supposed to have due process and a constitution in this country. And the Supreme Court and the Trump administration are taking that away from us.
0: Uh, And very finally, Mark, let's do just a quick 60 seconds on Disney have bought out the Fox Corporation. This is a huge deal. What are the implications, if there's any to be gleaned yet, it might be too early to tell, of this massive merger?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a big problem for Disney's PR, for their public relations, because, you know, many, many Americans loathe Fox because, of course, it owns Fox News. Fox News is Donald Trump's favorite channel, right, that's constantly peddling Republican propaganda. And uh, racism, Islamophobia, uh, and now Disney is formally connected to it. Every time you buy a ticket to a Disney movie, you're going to be helping Fox News stay and many, afloat. And many people love
0: Fox News, of course, in the interest of yes, yeah, so,
1: Well, that's the flip side of it. Hey, maybe this means that all of these Fox News viewers who think it's telling the truth are going to go see more Disney movies, and, and a lot of those people have a lot of money. So I think it's too soon to know how this will affect the company's bottom line, but it's just going to throw another Another kind of stick of dynamite into the culture wars that we're having over entertainment here. You know, like we were talking about earlier, the divide between politics and entertainment is shrinking by the day. And now you're not even going to go be able to see the new Dumbo movie without having an argument about Fox News and democracy.
0: Okay, well yeah, that's another one that is a kind of a watch this space one, but it's the one of the biggest entertainment mergers of all time, so plenty of news and fallout and stuff to be discussed later. Mark, always a pleasure. You can catch Mark's musings at MJS underscore DC and he writes for at Slate We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Love you bye.
1: This is 2FM